Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Detective is brought to you by CrimeFeed.com. You crave a good mystery, and CrimeFeed.com is your 24-7 source for getting your fix. From criminals behaving badly to the most absurd crimes of our time, CrimeFeed brings you the real story. CrimeFeed.com. Due to the graphic nature of the content, Detective may not be suitable for all audiences. His roommate, who he has lived with for three years, a guy, without asking Ronald's permission, goes up and changes the channel on the, on the TV to watch the football game. Ronald gets up, goes in his room, comes back out with a 44 Magna revolver and shoots his roommate in the face. That's Lieutenant Kenda describing sociopathic killer Ronald Lee White. I'm Garnsey Sloan for Investigation Discovery, and this is Detective. True stories from behind the yellow tape. The ones you don't hear on TV. On this episode... Lieutenant Kenda talks about motives for murder and those rare individuals who need no motive whatsoever. People talk all the time about how complicated it is to investigate murders. Murders are simple. Do you know why they're simple? Because people are simple. They do simple, predictable things. What motivates a killer? There's only three motives for murder or some combination thereof. Money, sex, or revenge. Money first. You owe me money. You should owe me money. You've taken my money. You failed to give me money that I should have. You've caused me to waste money. All the things are associated with money. Second, sex. And all the things associated with sex. I'm involved with your wife. We're in a triangle, and you need to go away to make this a duo, no more triangle. I'm attracted to you, but you're you're involved with somebody else. Take out the somebody else. I'm attracted to you, but you don't like me, so I'm going to take you out. Because if I can't have you, no one will have you. And on and on and on. Third is revenge. 
I hate you. I hate you because you wrecked my car that you borrowed. I hate you because you didn't give me that promotion I had coming. I hate you because you bring my mail to me late every day. On and on and on. Revenge. While the motives for murder may be simple, there's also another important factor in the killer-victim relationship. Most murderers know their victim in some way. It may only be social. It may be business. It may be a number of things. It doesn't have to be a love affair. It can be any level of social contact. There are the occasional stray bullet victim who's walking down the street with his hands in his pockets, and he takes a bullet meant for somebody else. Those are rare as well. Then there's another kind of killer, one so rare and dangerous, they have become the subject of national news stories, movies, and TV, the sociopath. There is a very rare and small number of crimes committed by sociopathic personalities. The press loves to call them serial killers when in fact they're not really that that's not that's not a correct term, but that's what the press loves to label people. A sociopathic personality is not capable of human emotion. He doesn't feel he or she doesn't feel love, guilt, compassion, empathy, sympathy, none of those things. They are capable of only one emotion, that is rage. Don't make me mad, or I'm going to kill you. While they are way less than 5% of the total, the average generally runs around 1% to 2%. Sometimes in some years, a little more, depends on the numbers. They're very rare people, uh, fortunately for all of us. They are incredibly dangerous because they're motivated by anything, by anything. It's a cloudy day. I don't like that. I don't like you because you look like a cloudy day to me. Who knows? Uh, it's a totally bizarre, crazy thing. So that makes it very difficult to predict behavior, to find this person, so on and so on. It's very, very hard. Most of those guys are. Because they are busy trooping through life. They, they touch a lot of people, and they live a lot of places. They move around a lot. They're very mobile. People are quite familiar with the John Wayne Gacy's of the world, uh, the mass killer who was executed, Dapper Dean Curl, a guy in Houston. They called him Dapper Dean because he dressed so well. He was uh, a neighbor to a judge and a police captain in a very high-dollar part of Houston, he was a deputy city manager, very well thought of, not married. And everybody loved him. Oh, the dedicated neighbor. Oh, I'll cut your grass today for you, honey. You know, it'll look like you can cut the grass. You're older. I'm young and I can do this. Greatest guy in the world, Dapper Dean. Everybody loved Dapper Dean. Everybody with 32 children he murdered over a period of about 10 years in his soundproof torture chamber in his house. Holy smokes. Who is he? He is a rarity. Thank God he is a rarity, but he is. Those people draw the attention of the media and they raise the fear factor among all the rest of us because they are so bizarre, so dangerous, so random, so frightening. Hence the interest in them. The reason the fascination occurs by the press and by the public is it is so bizarre to believe that you could be deceived that you live next door to Dapper Dean Curl, or you uh, are at the dinner with John Wayne Gacy, or you're hanging around with these people, 
and you perceive them to be nice. They seem nice. They're able to carry on their life with very little leakage, as we say in the psychiatric world, that they can conceal their true self easily. They're a chameleon emotionally. They can be charming. They can also be deadly. No one likes to be deceived. No one likes to believe they don't have perception when it comes to identifying people that they think might be dangerous or people that might do them harm. So it's disarming to anyone to discover that they've been deceived and that this person that they so admired is in fact a monster and they really don't know what to do. And it makes them feel very vulnerable. You have that same emotion that you experience when you see a horror movie, except you're in this movie. So that does lead to the fascination and the whole aspect of, of a sociopathic killer, that he can be nice, or he seems to be very nice, except he's not. We're talking about someone who is incapable of emotion and thus is very, very dangerous, and will kill with little or no reason, and have absolutely no compassion about it, and not even remember it. Vaguely remember it. Oh yeah, I killed that guy. You know, so that's what it means to them, nothing. The way Lieutenant Kenda describes these killers makes me wonder if he's ever known one. He tells the story of Ronald Lee White. I have a guy who I have on death row in Colorado. He's a different dude. His name is Ronald Lee White. Ronald Lee White is movie star pretty. In fact, we called him Mr. Hollywood when we were looking for him. He sells tanning beds for a living. He's unbelievably handsome. The flashing smile, he's a bodybuilder. I got one click of a cuff around his wrist when I arrested him. He's a big boy. He's also incredibly insane. He kills because he likes it, and it doesn't matter what motivates him because everything does. The methods he uses changes based upon availability of weaponry. He's a piece of work. He's responsible for 15 murders, probably as many as 23, although he denies that. He'll only tell you about murders that he thinks you already know about. It's like a game with him. Here's a story about a sociopathic killer. Here's Ronald Lee White sitting on his sofa. He likes Star Trek, the old Star Trek with Leonard Nimoy. Well, Ronald's a big fan. So he's sitting there watching his program. His roommate, who he has lived with for three years, a guy, without asking Ronald's permission, goes up and changes the channel on the, on the TV to watch the football game. Ronald gets up, goes in his room, comes back out with a 44 Magnum revolver and shoots his roommate in the face. Then he wraps him in a shower curtain, takes him out to the roommate's pickup truck and loads him in the truck in the garage because he told me he didn't want to put him in his Camaro because it might screw it up if he bled on it. He throws his chainsaw in the bed of the truck. His plan is to go to a state park in the area and cut up his roommate and feed him to Mother Nature. So here's our man. This is by his own admission. He's in the back of this truck. He has his gun next to him in case he needs it. 
He's about to unwrap the unfortunate roommate who should have never been a football fan, in Ronald's opinion. And he's getting his chainsaw fueled up and getting ready to go to work. A car pulls up alongside the truck containing a man, a woman, and two little kids. Out-of-state plates. Now, the truck is a jacked-up pickup, so you can't see in the bed. They can see his face over the bed rail, but they can't see what's inside the bed, which is this dead guy with no face. And he looks at the driver, and he says, what do you want? And the guy said, well, sir, if you'll excuse us, we're tourists, and we're lost. And we were wondering if you could tell us how to get out of this park. And he looked at me and he said, you know, and he's smoking a cigarette while he's telling this story. And he says, you know, I was going to kill them. I was going to kill the kids first so they could watch me do it. And then I was going to kill them. And then I thought, you know, I'm busy. So I tell them how to get out of the park. And they left. What'd you do then, Ron? Well, you know, I cut him up. Threw the parts around. The only thing we ever found was the skull and the teeth, and we identified them. Now, why do you do that? I'm watching my show. What are you doing changing the channel? I mean, anything to him. To the guy for three years, so what? He annoyed me. I guess so. What I mean about a rage. Scary, scary dudes. The good news is, there's very few of those people. Everybody else is money, sex, and revenge. Detective is produced by Investigation Discovery, with special thanks to Kevin Bennett, Amy Angelowitz, and Emily Kaiser. Many thanks to the best audio engineer in the business, the mighty Joe Powers. Original music was composed by the talented Chris Kennedy. Cover art was designed by Anand Galat. Sign up now at iTunes to get Detective on your feed. And join me, Garnsey Sloan, every week for a new episode next time on Detective. How many movies have you been to? How many TV shows have you watched? Where the motive is millions. It is a bag of diamonds. It is something of huge value resulting in the perpetrator leaving in his private jet to conceal himself in Brazil from the investigators. Uh, This is what it is, right? No. No, it isn't. I have a guy who owes a guy... $15 of a drug debt.